0: Howdy, folks, and welcome back to another week here at Dan's Dabble in Babble. Thank you so much for your patience as I took the last couple of weeks off, you know, uh, with the Thanksgiving holiday and just some other events here and there just got a little bit busy and, you know, the podcast, unfortunately, does not pay the bills. So when something has to give the podcast, uh, we'll take a brief hiatus here or there uh, but I am glad to be back um, doing the show a, a day later this week than normal. Um, but again, you know, life happens. Uh, had a busy weekend. Um, not the the most fun weekend. I was helping my boyfriend move to a new apartment. Um, but, you know, all in all, uh, certainly um, not the worst moving experience. And now he's in a really cool new place. So let's all be excited for him and uh, excited for me that I also get to enjoy it. But uh, anyway, uh, this is one of those shows where, you know, sometimes with the podcast, I'll get inspiration here or there and uh, kind of think, wow, this would be a really good 30-minute tangent uh, to dabble in some babble about. Not so much with this episode. I've got A few things that I'm just kind of hoping will spiral into something, and we will just see where it goes. The first thing is that I just had this strange realization that when I record my podcast, I do this, of course, from my home. I know all of you are very shocked that I don't have some elaborate studio, but I do it from my home, and I do it in the guest bedroom, which I never really thought too much as to why. So I have on the second floor of my home, I guess the technical term is a bonus room, and that's really kind of my office space. It's where my desk is, all my books are. Uh, I believe my diplomas are in that room. You know, got to have some studious academic space in your home. But that does not have a door, and I have a cat that really likes to be fixated when there are wires and microphones and stuff, so I need to be able to close the door, so that's why I do it in the guest bedroom, but I just had this thought of, you know, why don't I do this in uh, my own bedroom? And it's to to complicate things, or to make things even more strange, I um, am... A co-host on another podcast talking Marvel Plus, uh, you know that has been more sporadic as of late. I co-founded the podcast, and it's been a lot of fun. It's uh, really gotten some good traction here or there. Uh, we talk about the the main focus is we talk about the different shows that are on Disney Plus that are Marvel Marvel related. But when there are several week lulls between shows, it's kind of hard to find good content to talk about sometimes Uh, but also just with, with everything going on in my life I've been a bit too busy to be a regular on that so I've taken a step back from that but when I do record that podcast I do that in my bedroom so I don't know why Dabble and Babble has this honorary mark of being in the guest bedroom but you know for not having um, guests in here, it's it's nice to be able to take advantage of of the space in my house. So that's what I use uh, Dan's Dabble and Babble for. So there's there's that. If you were ever curious as to where the this genius Babble comes from, coming from you from the guest bedroom at at my home. And uh, you know it it is the Christmas season, and I am honestly thrilled that it's the Christmas season. I'm thrilled for a couple of reasons. So one thing that I rediscovered a love for a couple of years ago was ice skating. And my previous experience prior to a couple of years ago with ice skating had always been really negative we didn't have an ice skating rink in the town that i grew up in so sometimes we would go ice skating in indianapolis which was an hour away from where i grew up and one senior year my spring break a group of friends and i went to the zoo and went ice skating that was the the exciting spring break trip whatever year of high school that was i think it was senior year uh certainly we were old enough to drive because we drove ourselves. And, uh, you know, I just, that was um, also really embarrassing. I couldn't even keep my boots tied, so I a woman pulled me off of the ice to tie my boots for me. And, uh, you know, did not have good experiences, but I was still kind of in my awkward phase of my teen years. Not necessarily the best balance. I was a swimmer all through high school, so that's that's a very different use of your body than, you know, being on your feet and having any sort of grace or balance but in grad school we had a ta outing where we went to the ice skating rink uh where um, a lot of olympic speed skaters train Um, and the name of it completely escapes me now but it's in milwaukee and it was honestly um, a lot of fun and I was like oh wow now as a fully grown adult person who kind of understands how my body works uh, I was actually able to ice skate and have a good time so I would occasionally go uh, and run a pair of sk- skates and it was a good workout good alternative workout and I'm stoked this year because in St. Petersburg uh, at the pier um, and at Curtis Park in Tampa there are ice skating rinks so i'm really hopeful that i'm going to get the chance to go ice skating this year because that is one strange thing about moving to florida when you grow up in the midwest is that of course you have all of these ideas of christmas that very much involve snow and cold weather and while i would certainly not trade the Christmas experience here for that. I am glad that I had that experience growing up as a kid, but it does feel kind of weird to be walking around in shorts and short sleeves and have all of these Christmas decorations, but certainly no snow. So I think it's so cool that this year there are opportunities for ice skating. And the setup at the St. Pete Pier, I think, is is just really fabulous. It's, the the view is incredible. It's right on the bay. Um, it's right by the pier, so it's, it's right on the bay, so just this great juxtaposition of this nice winter activity, but right on the bay, I think is really cool, so I really want to check that out, uh, while I still have the opportunity to do that. The other holiday activity that I've done is, I have decorated my house, I don't go all out and, and, um part of the community rules that I live in don't allow for outside Christmas lights which at first my first year here I was kind of bummed because you know now that I own my own place I always had this vision of decorating my house but as a single person I'm kind of grateful for the excuse to not go through the effort of putting up lights I don't know I I, at some point I will have the opportunity to scratch that itch and I don't think I'm missing out on that much right now But I do have my house decorated my favorite decoration that I put out every year is The children's book Santa's husband, which is about a gay black Santa Claus And his husband is a big white guy that Looks a lot like the images we typically see of Santa and it even acknowledges that Many times people mistake Santa's husband for Santa himself. And Santa and his husband just laugh about that. They think it's funny. And it just goes and talks about all of Santa's husband's duties and everything he does for Santa. And then the very last line is just some quip of, oh, and by the way, his name is Dave. And I just think it's really cute. I also... I bought it at a time, I bought it some at some point in grad school, and that was a point in my life where I certainly was much less comfortable with uh, certainly any outward display of my preferences, and I just remember kind of being surprised at myself that I bought that and I've always cherished it, and now I'm much more comfortable, and I, I mean, I do think it's, it's important uh, to be out in what I do, uh, and set that example in general and that's a whole much deeper conversation for another time another place but uh it's still a decoration that just really makes me smile to have on my coffee table put up a little tree uh my cat does fairly well with not ripping everything off the branches but you know i do have to wrap the ornaments around the tree so it takes it takes a bit of time and it, it, it's it is a bit onerous and annoying to take the tree down uh, I am a huge, huge fan of Christmas movies. Now, I will admit that I have not seen very many Hallmark Christmas movies. That's not really my vibe. I do like the terrible Netflix Christmas movies. The Christmas Prince is wonderful. Uh, the Princess Switch is another wonderful franchise. Uh, it's, it's. I don't really understand what the obsession is with Christmas and royalty. Like, I don't really find... I, I don't find I don't I don't necessarily associate Christmas with royal families and royalty in these these small strange countries. otherwise, it, a, a, apart from these Netflix movies. but that is is part of our culture now, I guess, is the this idea of becoming a princess at Christmas, which wonderful. I mean, they're garbage movies, which makes them so wonderful. But my absolute favorite Christmas movie I had the joy of introducing my boyfriend to this weekend, and since he's not here to talk about his own feelings, I will just go ahead and say that uh, I I think it was a, a rave success. And that movie is last Christmas and I am a huge George Michael fan as it is. Father Figure is a song that almost makes me cry every time I listen to it. just such a such a, a wonderful song and I mean, wham wake me up before you go go. Faith it's George Michael is, I think really deeply underappreciated by my generation and I really, hope that he eventually gets the credit that he's doing that starts with movies like last christmas which the soundtrack is exclusively george michael uh, which means you can interpret that as the soundtrack is banging and uh you know it's this really interesting thing with this movie that there if you haven't seen it there's a big twist and i i initially going into this, I thought I would just spoil it. It is a couple years old, but I'm not going to spoil it because if you haven't seen Last Christmas, I implore you to watch it and just go in with with open eyes and open heart. And I am a huge Henry Golding fan. Henry Golding is the male star of the show. And I think it's just a really unexpected Christmas movie. Uh, Some reviews will describe it as it playing like an expensive Hallmark movie I disagree I think it's much more substantive and certainly much less predictable than a Hallmark movie again I say without actually being a fan of Hallmark movies could be totally off base there but I'm just gonna go with what my heart says now this came out and it's a British movie so it came out before Thanksgiving 2019 and I think that's part of the problem because it was out of theaters relatively quickly, but I think it came out like really early, like somewhere around November 9th. And I watched it in theaters twice. That was how much I loved it. And I wanted to go back a third time closer to Christmas, but by the time that I got around to uh, seeing it in the theaters uh, before Christmas, it was no longer a possibility. Now, this was the same year that Cats was coming out, uh, the movie Cats, so of course theaters rightfully had to get ready for that, which I also had a countdown for. And I will also argue that the movie Cats is not nearly as bad as people will say. I mean, I think the movie Cats is just a really bizarre show and it's not necessarily meant to be understood in A way that translates well to movies. I think, and I've not seen it as a stage show, but I think as a stage show, the vignettes would kind of play a bit more naturally and would work a bit better. But I enjoyed the movie Cats. I just think that it is... Uh, n- not the type of movie that has mass appeal and the amount of money that spent they spent on it. They were never going to recruit. But I I digress. So this this thing with Last Christmas is everyone that I talk about Last Christmas with that has seen it is like, oh yeah, I totally saw this twist coming. And there's no way that you see the twist coming. I'm sorry. There's just it, you 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 can't. It, it, there's there's very little hint. Uh, to make you think that way there are some oddities that will let you know that there is something going on that There's something up, but what the actual twist is I think is so breathtaking and so astonishing That uh, it was just one of those movie moments in the theaters that I was like, wow, what am I watching? This is really special as a time plus Again, it has Henry Golding as the leading man So I think we can all take a moment pause and just reflect on how grateful we are that Henry Golding is now leading man status. And this would also be a great time for a sponsored ad read. So if you're interested in uh, sponsoring this podcast, reach out to me at Babbling Dan on Twitter or on Instagram at Daniel Burkett, and I would be happy to work something out with you. And, you know, I kind of hate to do this, but I really think that I am about babbled out. This is a short episode. It's been a couple of weeks. I'm sorry I don't have more to discuss. Uh, Maybe we'll do some deep dives into some Christmas culture the next couple of weeks. I don't know. If If you have any suggestions... Uh, let me know I was supposed to have a guest a couple weeks but something ended up happening um, and I wasn't able to to get the interview scheduled so you know sometimes it's 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 a tough time of year for an independent podcast and I guess we'll just leave it at that but thank you so much as always for listening follow me on twitter at babbling dan and I will catch you next time